Hi friend, I'm Rick Pasquale. I know God has a word for you today. As you listen, let God speak to you. He loves you and he has a great plan for your life. Now join us live for our service. Um, it's amazing how God has orchestrated this entire year for something powerful to happen in our lives. I watched the men uh, this morning um, as they uh, were a part of the pre-service prayer. Uh, I thought it was so cool how they um, got to participate in our morning when we uh, look at a mirror and uh, say that we're bold and we're strong and we're champions with Christ and they walk out of this room, into this room and... Uh, Man, you just, I was so proud. Uh, my wife said, you didn't sing much. You stood there gazing at the men uh, for doing what they did. And, uh, you know, when you think about that, as a pastor, you sit there and, and you watch what people do and thinking, man, that was good. That was good. That needs a little work. That, ne that needs a lot more work. But it, pastors are gifts from God is what we're told in the Bible. And uh, it we feel more gifted when the people are excelling. Today's message is going to talk about that. Um, I'm going to use in the middle of my message, I once was lost, but now I am found. Some of you, you started this year not even knowing where you were on the planet. You were dead in trespasses and sin. Your life was messed up and you didn't know which direction you were going. And all of a sudden, God gets a hold of your life and things change. That's amazing. From the pastor's side of the table, as he looks out in the room, you watched how people that were not involved in a church now are involved. You watch as leaders that have sat on a chair and now are in great leadership roles in the church. You watch as kids uh, just run to give offerings. I mean, just think about the things and the growth and the health of your church and how God is working. Um, I'm, I'm just so amazed. The, the ladies director, the, the lady that directs our children is away this weekend getting married and the, the kids thing is just thriving. It's just amazing how components of a church are, are part of your everyday life from the pastor's side of the table and you walk in on Sunday morning and you, you hope everything you've worked for, everything you've prayed for, everything you're doing is working because that shows the health and vitality of a church. You hope that people are praying. You hope that people are reading the Bible. You hope that people are participating in, in not just showing up to church, but they are sharing the love of Jesus on a regular basis. So I want you to know that I'm, I'm, I'm so, so pleased and so, so proud to be your pastor. And, and, and if we make it to 2019, and you say, why do you say it like that? Well, Jesus could come. Hello? You got to keep remembering that. that. That's part of the equation. Jesus can come at any moment. Hello? I want to make sure I'm back in the right church. You've got you to believe that Jesus can come at any moment. You've got to live your life that way. If you live your life that Jesus is going to come 50 years from now, you've lived a messed up life. 
I'm just telling you, Jesus can come, and you've got to be ready for his coming. And with that said, let's get into Jesus' birth. Our Bible verse for this month is Luke chapter 10, uh, Luke chapter 2, verse number 10. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy. For all the people. Let me do that again. So you can see it in Italian for all my Italian speakers in the house. The angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. You should be happy (laughs) that the good news is something you know everything about. Hello? Hello? I mean, when you think about what God has done, wow. Father, help us now as we communicate your gospel. Let lives be changed. Let people be encouraged. Let this Christmas season be about joy and peace and happiness. Let this Christmas season be about Christ. Lord, I pray that we, your people, will encourage one another and encourage others to know you in a more special way. In Jesus' name, amen. Three points today. First of all, champions are birth with purpose. Luke chapter 4, verse number 18 and 19, it says it like this. For the Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind and set the oppressed free to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Anybody want the favor of the Lord? Hello? Anybody want the favor of the Lord? Okay, all the ones that didn't raise your hand, you ain't getting it. You should want the favor of God. The favor of God brings blessings to you, to your family, to your businesses that you can't even count. You want the favor of God. See, God has given to each of us a purpose for being here. The purpose is to bring Him honor and glory. Amen? You want to bring God honor and glory with your life. Don't just sit through your life. Don't just let your life pass you by. Is anybody younger this year than you were last year? Good. I didn't gain any liars while I was gone. That's really good. We are older this year, right? We don't look older, but we're older. You're supposed to say amen, Pastor. If we're going to get the favor of God, it also comes with the honor of God. God's honor to us is incredible. He honors his people. He honors his children. He honors his creation. When you think about that, he honors his people. God honoring us. All the more reason why we need to bring honor and glory to him. 
Because he favors us. We're special in his sight. I like being the special kid. Don't you like being special in God's eyes? If you live when you're bringing honor to God, you're special to God. So if you're special to God, God pours out blessings upon you that you can't even match. You can't even imagine. I like that. So if we're going to bring honor and glory to him, your purpose is also to be a part of fulfilling the commission by God. Go everywhere. Tell everyone the good news. We can't keep this to ourselves. We can't just hide it under the bushel. When we get the love of God, we need to give the love of God. When we get the peace of God, we need to give the peace of God. When we get the favor of God, we need to give the favor of God. Hello, church. Uh, Pastor's back. Hear me. When you get the favor of God, you need to give the favor. You can't keep his blessings to yourself. When God does something for you, you need to give it back to others. Say, look what the Lord has done for me. Life is an amazing thing. We get to get up and breathe. We get to get up and live. I know that each of us deal with struggles and issues and business and stress at job and stress at this and stress at that. But listen, my friend, commit all of that to God and watch how God helps you through those journeys of your life. Live a life that is pleasing to him. Talk about purpose. Live a life that's pleasing. When God looks down at you, say, that's my child. Parents in the room, you should be getting this very easily. You know when your kid does well, you, wow, that's my kid. You hear what I'm saying? When they bring home a good report card, you say, yeah, that's my kid. When they bring home a not so good report card, you go, oh, Jesus, Jesus. Help that child. Right? You young adults should be getting this. Hear me today. You have a purpose for being here on this planet. Someday, you should want to be making heaven your home. Don't you want to go to heaven? Okay, four people in the whole room wants to go to heaven. Don't you want to go to heaven? If you live your life like, I'm going to heaven. Somebody says, where are you going? I'm going to heaven. Well, I'm going to Rome. But I'm going to heaven. I got a stopping place here in Rome for a period of time. But there is someday that I'm going to get to see Jesus face to face. I'm going to walk on streets of gold. I get to be in a heavenly mansion, but I get to be in heaven. You should say, yay, God. (laughs) Because I have a purpose for my life. The opposite is I'm going to hell. I mean, which way you want to go? I choose heaven. Don't you choose heaven? Okay. 
I know that there is a church that believes if you're not good enough to go to heaven and you're not bad enough to go to hell, you go to this middle spot called purgatory. It's not in the Bible, but somebody made that up. We happen to live in that kind of a city, but it's not true. Now remember, all of my family came from that religion. And they were taught, I was taught, that if you're not good enough to go to heaven, you're not bad enough to go to hell, you're going to go to this middle spot called purgatory. And, if, and over a period of time, if people keep praying for you, then someday you get to go to heaven. And that don't even make sense. Because in a few years, people are going to forget about you. Right? You don't want that to happen, but I'm telling you, it's going to happen. But friend, you can't base your life on what the religions of the world think or what they've written down in their books. You've got to believe what the Bible says. There is no middle tier here. There's heaven or hell, and I want to go to heaven. But as your pastor, of those of you watching on live stream around the world, I want you to know you need to go to heaven and make it your purpose in life. See, salvation starts with new birth. I once was lost, but now I'm found. The old is gone. Anybody thankful that God got rid of all those sins out of your life and just threw them away and said, come on, let's go. Anybody happy about that today? Okay, seven people are now. We've moved up the ladder a little bit. And the Lord says, because you've done that, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. That's his word. People are always saying, well, what's my purpose? God has a purpose for you. Quit seeking your own purpose and get a hold of God's purpose. Do you hear what I just said? Quit seeking your own purpose and get a hold of God's purpose for your life. And you'll find out you'll be living a life that is always being fulfilled. I like a life being fulfilled. I don't like putting my head on my pillow at night and saying, man, this was a bummer. Life is not good. I want to put my head on my pillow at night saying, yay, God, one more day done of serving you. One more day of bringing honor to you. One more day on my journey to heaven. One more day. Thank you, Jesus, for that day. So I hope and I pray that you're that champion that is birthed with purpose. Number two, champions are birthed with promise. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. Wow. And so you wonder where that favor part comes from? To a 15-year-old girl. So sometimes we think, well, we have to earn the favor because of age. No, 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 no. God gives favor. It's not based on age. Do you hear what I just said? It's not based on your age. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. 
So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Wow. What a powerful portion of Scripture. Angel. See, when angels talk, we ought to listen. All through the Bible, when an angel says something, you say, now I need to pay attention to that. First, he said, don't be afraid. Some of you live your life in way too much fear. You're afraid. Fear does not come from God. Did you hear what I just said? Fear doesn't come from God. If you are afraid, this isn't coming from God. You need to kind of pick yourself up and say, okay, if this is not from God, where's it coming from? It's coming from the enemy. The enemy wants you to live your life in fear all the time. I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid. Instead of, God is for me, God is for me, God is for me. I'm a champion. I'm birthed as a champion. I'm born as a champion. I love God, and he lives in me, so champions don't die. Because if we die, we live. Somebody needs to get this. When we get God in our life, in our spirit, man, we live as champions. The birthing process is incredible, but the living process is amazing. The birthing process is incredible, but the living process is amazing. I get to live as a child of God. I get to live in the favor of God. I get to be blessed because I'm a child of God. I get to receive the answers to my prayers. All right, somebody listening to me today, don't you want to pray a prayer and God answer your prayer? Don't you want to live your life knowing that if I get up today and I say a prayer, something good is about to happen to my life today? Hear me, church. Hear your pastor. At this Christmas season, you need to be saying, I have been birthed. I am the blessing of God. I get to have the favor of God. It's not just another holiday. I get to celebrate who I am. Church this morning, I said, Jen, turn on my favorite song. That new song, I Know Who I Am, from that girl from Africa, uh, whatever country she's from. <laughs> Buddy, if that song don't get you moving, some of you get up and you do your day like, <laughs> man, I got to get that cafe going. <laughs> oh, man, in the, oh, man, oh, man. Oh, man. Oh. Is it really? You want to live your life like that? Don't live your life like that. I know who I am. If you got to put that music on to convince yourself, then put the music on. Cherry, how hard would it be to play that song? Make it happen. Because if you're birthed and you have his promise, 
the angels are going to be declaring over your life. church yeah somebody says oh that's an Africa thing no I'm not African I'm an American Italian listen to me my friends you've got to get it out of your brain that's an Africa thing that's an Italian thing that's a Chinese thing that's this thing this is a God thing God gives you his favor. It's not the nationality that brings your favor to him. It's God's favor. It's his birthing process to his promises. Wow. Say, well, that's a song. Well, I like that song. Say, I don't know if I like that song. Well, you better figure out what the Bible says. God 
wants to put his favor and blessing upon your life. Say, well, I'm a refugee. God's ready to bring you out of being a refugee. I don't have a job. God's about to give you a job. I've had a sickness for a long time. God's about to get you out of that sickness. Hear me, my friends. Say, well, you're all fired up today. Yeah, I'm fired up. I want you to have this birthing process to turn into a living process. Don't just get born into it. Live in it. Wow. It's his promises. Throughout this year, we have preached to you about the champions. Right from the Bible. We talked to you about Ruth. We talked to you about Esther. We talked to you about Boaz. We talked to you about Peter. We talked to you about David. We talked to you about Joshua. We talked to you about Paul. We talked to you about Timothy. Just to mention a few, of course. And this month we are emphasizing Jesus. I want you to know, champions are birthed in each of us. When you accept Jesus, you take on champion. A week ago, Saturday night, I got to be in one of my favorite things I get to do. My daughter's surgery went great. I got myself, my son-in-law, and we got in a car, and we drove about five hours. And I got to go to the championship Big Ten football, American football, boom. Not boom, boom, boom. Boom. I got to go to that game. My favorite team, the Ohio State Buckeyes, they beat that team called Northwestern, and I was up there going, yeah! I was happy. I was excited. My team was winning. But today I want you to know we should be more excited because our team is winning. We are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. We are his beloved. We are favored by God. We are redeemed. We are blood-bought. We are his children. Mm. Wish y'all could have seen me. Because when I see what God is doing in your lives, and I'm watching your stories evolve. I'm seeing God's favor upon you. Do you hear what I'm saying? When I hear the testimonies coming in from all the live stream and those thousands of people that watch us every week, I'm saying, yay, God. We're seeing the favor of God around the world. I want you to know, my friend, that we need to be this bold, strong champion. Not a weak champion. A bold, strong champion. We know that these stories in the Bible, what's being fulfilled has already been fulfilled. You read the story. We taught you the stories. We memorized the scriptures this year. But my friend, your story's being written. You get to be a part of this equation. You're writing your story. How do you want your story to turn out? Don't you want it with the favor of God? <laughs> Don't you want to be known as a child of God? I, I do. I want to be known as a champion. 
I want to be known that I have overcome. Just like Jesus overcame, we can overcome. Say, Pastor, this has been a hard year for me. Listen, as your pastor, we have prayed with you and cried with you. Called the intercessors to pray for you. But there's a time that we see, receive the prayers and allow God to answer the prayer and see his glory being ascended upon your life. Luke chapter 3 verses 5 through 6 says it like this. Every valley shall be filled in. Every mountain and hill made low. The crooked roads shall become straight. The rough ways smooth. And all, and all. Look at your neighbor and say, you. Some of you didn't look at your neighbor. You. You're a part of the all. All will see God's salvation. Hmm. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill, fulfill his promises to her. Wow. When God makes a promise, he cannot break it. If God gives you a promise, you hold on to that promise and say, this promise is mine. If God said in Acts 16, 31, that he'd save your family, that's exactly what he means. He will save your household. Some of you have unsaved family. God promises. If you believe, your household will be saved. God says, you will be healed. He says, I can heal all manner of sickness and disease. Because I'm the God that heals. That's who God says he is. I'm walking. Ooh, man, you got to get this. We are God's kids. He only wants to heal us and bless us. Some of you need God's direction for your life. Quit aimlessly wandering around like, oh, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm going to do. Get a hold of God and go his direction. I don't know about my job. God's got a job. I need a place to live. God's got a place for you to live. I need to go to school. God's got a place for you to go to school. Are you guessing to getting this today? People ask me all the time, Pastor, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know. In whatever language you just told me. Go with God. Trust God. Believe God. Thirdly, champions are birthed with peace. Listen, friend. The song says, peace, peace, wonderful peace. Coming down from the Father above. Some of you need peace of God. Last Sunday night, I preached in a church in America. This church has been after me for a long time to come and preach for them, and, and I agreed. I didn't want to. 
Seriously, I was tired. <laughs> but I said, I need to do this. And they don't ever have Sunday night church and it's a pretty big church and the place was jam-packed. Because I knew when I show up, I'm the guy that believes that God can do anything. But in the middle of my message, God directed me to say, some of you today, you can't sleep. You put your head on your pillow and you can't sleep. Your mind is going crazy. You're wrestling constantly. When I was praying yesterday for this message, the Lord reminded me about last week in the church I preached that I need to repeat that in my church, in this church. Some of you have a very difficult time with this subject of peace. You don't have a difficult time with frustration. You don't have a difficult time that you're stressed out. But some of you are having a big struggle with the word peace. Because you think you're doing it right, but you don't have peace of God. Which gives you peace of mind. Did you hear what I just said? Peace of God gives you peace of mind. I'm going to say that again. Peace of God gives you peace of mind. And some of you, that's where you're at today. You don't have peace. And I want you to know today, God's going to give you peace. Peace. For some of you, tonight is going to be your first night that you're going to put your head on your pillow and peace is going to reign in your life and you're going to sleep the whole night through and you're going to say, wow. Because I'm going to believe for a miracle for your life today in this subject of peace for you. When I stopped that message last Sunday to give that word in the middle of the message, I didn't know how many people respond. I thought, well, maybe that's for one person in the room. I was amazed in that room, a lot more people than sitting in this room, how many people said, I'm that person. I said, wow. God knows exactly what you need. God knew that I'd preach there last Sunday and that I would say those words and that yesterday while I was praying and writing all this down, I would, he'd be saying, make sure you say that again because there's going to be people tomorrow that's going to respond to that right there. Now, I just wrote this message yesterday. This message was, is brand new. It's right off it. I didn't preach this message last Sunday. I'm preaching this message, brand new, written for you today. The points of the message were pre-written. The content was not written. God's peace is amazing. And if champions are birthed in peace, then that means we should all have peace. Look at your neighbor and say, you got to have peace. Look at him again. Tell him again. You got to have peace. The Bible says God is peace. So if we have God, we have peace. Now, I've said that three times. 
The point is, have you gotten it? God is peace. If you get God, you get peace. The Bible says, think on these things. Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are pure. You, you hear what I'm saying? You've got to maybe change your thinking patterns. What I said a few weeks ago, you've got to put some feet on some prayers. So some of the things you think about is the frustration of work or, or the problem solving of work or what you're doing in your job or what you're doing at school or the test you're about to take. I'm telling you, you've got to change that and say, okay, I'm going to think on these things, what God says, and watch how it flips. And God changes it for you. How am I going to take care of my family? Instead of thinking like that, think God's going to take care of my family. How am I going to get a good grade? I may fail. I'm going to say, God's going to bless me tomorrow. I'm going to get a good grade. You say, Pastor, this isn't real. Yeah, it's real. How many believe in the peace of God? Would you please raise your hand? You believe in God's peace. Raise your hand. Okay, now, high-five your neighbor. So if they, their hand wasn't raised, you just hit them in the head. All right, I got it. Patrick, today we talked about champions being birthed with purpose, with promise, and with peace. When you think about God's amazing peace, don't you think of yourself as saying, I'm God's child? Don't worry about them. They, they, they got it together over there. Don't miss the ending of this message. If you're going to get what God has, there has to be effort on your side of the table. Okay. Uh, some of you are not paying attention. If you're going to get what God has, there has to be effort on your side of the table too. You can't just sit back and think, okay, God's just going to do all this stuff for me. Oh, no, 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 no. That's what God says. This is the way I walk. This is the way I talk. In him I live. In him I move. In him I have my existence. I get up in the morning with Jesus. I work with Jesus. I go to school with Jesus. I eat my food with Jesus. Ha! you got to get more of Jesus. you got to get more of God in your life and watch how his peace will reign in your life. Jesus came to this earth as a baby. Walked on this planet for 33 years. In those last three years of his life, he gave some incredible teachings that a lot of the New Testament is written about. If anybody shouldn't have peace, it would be Jesus. He says, my peace 
I live you, I leave to you. Not as the world gives, give I unto you. Don't let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. That's peace. Would you bow your heads? Thank you for listening. I pray that you heard from God today. Today I want to say a prayer with you. You need to make sure Christ lives in your life. So would you please say this prayer with me? Dear Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for my sins. And I pray right now that you will come into my heart and into my life. And from this day forward, for the rest of my life, I will live for you. The things I was doing that were sin, I'm going to stop doing because you've just changed my life. And I thank you, Lord, for answering this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. I know that if you've said that prayer today that you're going to have a life change. Things are going to be incredibly different for your life, and we'd love to help you. So if you would go to our website, icfrome.org, and make contact with us, I'd love to give you some information and get you connected to a church. Remember, God loves you, and he has a plan for your life. Bless you.